Hello, everybody, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 105 for the week of December 17th, 2019. We're almost there. We're almost at 2020. It's uh, going to be a new year, new beginnings. I'm excited. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man unbuttoning his t-shirt. And not t- it's his work shirt. He has a t-shirt underneath it. Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this provocative Monday evening? Provocative? Because <laughs> I'm taking off my work shirt because I literally just got home a few minutes ago. But I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. That's good. How are you? You know, my daughter got me sick. Great. So I'm, I'm going to forewarn you. So I have, my, I have my water bottle next to me just in case. But I might have a coughing fit every now and again it's just a heads up so whatever we want to do with that i'm just going to give you a heads up that that might happen and also uh i hinted at this so i I was telling will before we hit the record button that uh i'm dealing with a lot of house shit will you know what the best part about being a homeowner is what's that so you can do anything you want to the house right that's fantastic right you know what the worst part about being a homeowner is you can do anything to the house well you know sometimes things break and when things break you have to fix it yourself and uh we might have we might be having some furnace issues oh no in the in our old place because we haven't moved yet we haven't signed on the dotted line so i'm having the wife like keep her head to the vents to make sure hot air is coming from the furnace and continually coming from the furnace while we record this show because yeah, otherwise I'm going to have to call somebody and that's not going to be a fun phone call, but that's besides the point. Uh, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this episode? What do you got? So we're loaded today. Oh boy. Loaded. So we got organizations are making some big announcements. The AGLA winter league 20 Xbox rosters have been revealed. That's right. There's a PC league as well, but those rosters aren't yet available because signups are live now. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. Uh, we have tournament announcements and recaps. We have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCASB for short matchup number six results. That's Pistola going up against Eco. The results won't surprise you. And then the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCASB for short matchup number seven discussion. This is Snipe Down going up against Penguin. And uh, our talking points might actually surprise you. Then the Halo community comes together. And finally, Microsoft officially reveal their next console. But without further ado, it's time to start the show off with COD and other games. Oh, watch one piece of information for you. Maniac, previously of Optic, right? Of the of the organization, Optic, okay? And uh, Believe the Hype owner. He joins the Florida Mutineers. And he tweeted, blessed to be able to have another opportunity with an organization within the esports community. Oh, maniac. You spelt esports wrong, but that's okay. I'm excited for this new journey, and there's just so much to say to all my long term followers and fans. I'll have a vlog explaining everything in just a few days. Love you all. Um, I think he's just going to be a content creator for them. I don't believe he's on the roster. But again, I think we're just waiting for that vlog so we we get everything that he's going to talk about. And that's it for Con. Another game's a watch. Will, it's time for some competitive news. All right. Got some good stuff here. So 
Well, I say that as we have kind of a downer situation to start things off. So, you know, sorry. Uh, Blam Blam Gaming, not Blam Glaming, Blam Gaming is closing the doors. This is by Blam Gaming on Twitter. Thank you to everyone who supported us and made Blam Gaming what it is today. Unfortunately, after heavy discussion, Blam will be closing the doors on this chapter. Jerseys will be uh, will still be sent to those who purchase them. We will miss you all. Blam may be dissolving, but we will never forget the community and family we built together. All the tournaments, Discord chats, and DMs we slid in will never be forgotten. Huge shout out to those who helped us along the way. We thank you sincerely, Blam Gaming. But you know what? That situation may be a downer, but where there's there's always optimism around the corner, right? There's always the positivity right there. And Brandon Lee Perez, previously of Blam Gaming, has made an announcement. So first and foremost, Brandon states, I'm sad to report, but it is true. However, my grind as a producer and director will never end. Major announcements coming soon. That announcement is, it happened today. Happy to announce All Access Studio, the home for all productions I will be directing and producing. Can't wait to provide updates on the esports events to come. Plenty are already in the works. So congratulations, Brandon, on your new venture. Excited to see what comes of it. And he was also talking about how Halo will always be in his heart. Makes me believe that maybe some Halo events are going to be coming in the future. Stay tuned for that! Next news story. Europa Halo survey for December 2019. This is by Europa Halo on Twitter, and I quote, We have created a short survey to help build some content for 2020 and beyond. We hope this to help to shape the future of European Halo by getting your thoughts together. It shouldn't take too long. Thanks. So in other words, fill out the survey. Next news story. Play Griffball Winter League 2020 announcements. This is by Sonic. This was in the Discord server, so... Here's the information from the Discord server. PC League registration is now open. Teams can register at the link provided. Free agents can register at the link provided. And then for Xbox League news, the schedule for the Winter League 20 is now complete. You can view the divisions and schedule for both conferences at the link provided. Division standings and schedule will also be posted on the website by the end of the week. And a Twitter giveaway. To celebrate signups, we'll be running two giveaways. If you would like to be entered into a drawing to win three months of Xbox Game Pass for Windows 10 PC, follow us on Twitter at PlayGriffBall. All new followers between Monday, December 16th and Sunday, December 29th will be entered to win. All current followers will be automatically entered. Additionally, any new and current Discord members will also be entered into a drawing to win 14 days of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. The Twitter link and Discord link will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Next news story. The SWAT Nation 2020 roadmap has officially been announced. Our roadmap for the first half of 2020 has been announced by its prof. We're kicking off 2020 with SWAT Runner 2020 kickoff, a 2v2 Halo Reach SWAT on Xbox. Registration is now open at SWATNation.net slash events. Link will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. So what is... This roadmap, ooh, we got a lot. In January, on the 11th, you have the SWAT Runner 2020 kickoff, $500 prize pool. On the 25th, Melange SWAT. We'll play on words there. $500 prize pool. Actually, let me just say this. All of these are $500 prize pools, except if I say otherwise. 
because there's only one that's not. So, in February on the 15th, SWAT and Tyne double date. And on the 22nd, you have Cupid's FFA. In March on the 14th, you have uh, Prof's March Madness V2 and the Lucky Femme Fatales. On April 11th, you have the Easter Headhunt Reloaded. And on the 25th, you have Spring into SWAT FFA. In May, on the 9th, you have Triple Team SWAT. And on the 24th, you have the Memorial 2v2. And in June, on the 6th, you have the Summer Fatale. And on the 20th, Monopoly SWAT, which is a $1,000 prize pool. Again, the remaining ones I'm about to talk about, all $500 prize pools. In July, on the 11th, you have SWAT Dependence V2. And, and on the 25th, you have Snot Me Outside. Get it? Like, Cash Me Outside? Right? Like the chick from Dr. Phil or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a rapper now or something. She needs to go away. She, <clears throat> You know, not not a wrong statement, Will. Not a wrong statement in the slightest. Uh, in August, on the 8th, you have Once Upon a SWAT V2. And on the 22nd, you have Bears Still Don't SWAT. In September, on the 12th, you have Noble SWAT. And on the 26th, we have SWAT Charms. In October, on the 17th, you have Cappuccino Swatterino. Best one, yes. I agree. I agree. And then the Swatoween returns. And in November, on the 14th, you have SWAT for Pause. And on the 28th, you have Swativersary V2. Here's the... Here's a fun one. In December, keep in mind, this is 2020. On the 19th, Infinite Femit. Infinite Fems? Like females, so I like, imagine. I'm guessing they're expecting Halo Infinite to be out by Correct. Then. I imagine November. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. And hopefully what better we way? kick it off with some SWAT. Boom! And on the 26th, you have SWAT Miss V3. So there you go. That's the nice. full tentative roadmap for 2020. My question is. Your answer is. All these events they've scheduled around Halo Reach. Correct. What if we get H2 or H3 before then? Right. Will they switch it out? Right. Will or they H1. change it up? Yeah. You know what? Interesting to see. You know what they will do, Will? They're going to play some SWAT. They're going to SWAT it up. They are. Yes. Will, that's it for the competitive news. For your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com, head on over to NoobCombo.com for all your Halo East, Halo, your Halo Esports needs. You get it, you know. Oh, man. Maddie, we love you. I can't speak today. It's difficult. Uh, on Thursday, December 19th, we have the Apex Gaming League Halo Reach PC 2v2. That's this week, Will. Because it's this week's tournaments presented by NoobCombo.com. Where you can go to NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. See how I got it back there? I brought it back, you know? Nice job. Thanks. Uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, $20 per team. It's a double elimination. Best of three other than winners, finals, and finals. The series are best of five. First and second place get paid. So check it out. And then on Saturday, December 21st, you have the Arena Esports Halo Reach 4v4. Information on this event can be found at eventbrite.com. We'll include a link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Will, that's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week. It is now time for Roster Media. Oh, boy. We're back. <laughs> we oh, have strap the fuck in, Will, because these are going to be fun. <clears throat> Let me take a sip of my drink here. We have the AGLA. Winter League 20 Xbox rosters. That is correct. And you know what the best part is, is that some of these are repeating because they competed in both leagues that are taking place on Xbox. 
you're going to talk about them, but just to hopefully ease the strain a little bit on you, you have some duplicates. Go ahead. Okay, so it looks like we have some different divisions. We have the Hammer Division, Sword Division, Dash, Conference, and Evade Division. So I'm a little... There's the Vanilla Conference, which includes the Hammer oh, and Sword Divisions. I see. I see what's going yeah. on. I see. So yeah. we'll start off with the Vanilla Conference. Perfect. First up in the Vanilla Conference, it's the Hammer Division. Team name is Way to Fail. The captain is Priest XYZ, and it includes its Jinji, Digital Pain, a Man Cannon, EZ08, and Rage More Nerd. We had uh, Team Zero Logic. The captain is Sonic Nachos. Oh, what a name. This includes FPS Rebs, Vetaking95, the Vigilante, and Grunt Padre. Team Diesel Prius. Hmm. <laughs> Seems a... Uh, uh... There it is. There it is. Captain is <laughs> Trespass. This team also includes Necessary Evil 10, Thumping Hawk, and Ellis Got My Pills. <clears throat> Better get them back. Team TBD. They must not have a name yet, or Correct. they're going by TBD. Um, Captain is Truthless I Hero. And this includes El Diablo, Miss the Cold, Noplex, and Kazink. And then last but not least, remember that time. This captain is <clears throat> Odaman. This includes as well XFK2, Venom HYS, Grim Spawns, and Freak. Moving on to the Sword Division. Team Predatory, uh, uh, Captain is Regressor. Teammates include Galvin, Silent, Deadly One, in parentheses Ace. What does that mean? Is he, is he probably goes by Ace as well. Go, okay. Yeah. Um, the East Brook, Starblade, and Silva. Next team is Stiffy Giggle Sticks. Great name. I like this name. This is a good name. Oh. Captain is Angel 9001. Teammates include Overreacting PMS, <laughs> a level 101 Snorlax, <laughs> I Squeeps, and Papa Chewbacca. Holy shit, this is the best team oh. in the world. Hold on. Before you move on, Overreacting? Are you kidding me? Overreacting PMS. Papa Jubaka? <laughs> Papa Jubaka is pretty good. Team named Stiffy, Stiffy Giggle Sticks? Oh, man, this is up there. This is up there with Bed Bath & Beyond. See? Oh, boy. It's it's close, man. Whoo! It's a good one. All right. Moving on, we have the Goon Squad. This, uh, The captain of this team is Katie Skill. It includes Miss Wolverine, Nut Kiwi, Miss Meowwa, TCTJ Bomb, Nightclaw23, and Mungo Pongo. Mungo Pongo's back. What happened? Oh, and Mungo Pongo we trust is no longer a team. Apparently, they don't trust in them any longer. <sighs> oh, boy. All right. Next team, TBD. Captain is Mystical Novice. Teammates include King... I'm going to go with Ricky or Rick XL. Um, hide your kids. Hide your wife. Inhumane Relic. BCN and Defeat. Next team, Big Egos Inc. Captain is Demi QF. Teammates include Storm Grease QF, Icy Tanker, Sim Q or S I M Q, 
and Frenza. Frenzy, Frenza. I don't know. There's two H's at the end. Um, and then we have Universal Basic Bitches. <laughs> That's another good That's name. another good one. All right, Captain is Alpha Cure Mom 490. I got it. Teammates include Vesper Room 7, Dot Bitmap 1737, and iPro Gold 4729. Yeah. That team name is fantastic. It is. Yes. They'll have numbers at the end of their gamer tags. I mean, if you want to talk about basic bitches. I mean, that's kind of right. If it's, you, yeah, it's true. You, you want your name, just add a few numbers at the end. Yep, there it is. All right, moving on to the Dash Conference. Starting off with the Sprint Division. First team is Green Army Junior. Captain is Nuclear Taco 42. Teammates include Umai Mango, Snickerdoodle, and Ghost Machine 24. Next team, Bikini Guys Logic. Captain is Sonic Nachos. Teammates include FPS Rebs, Vetaking95, Taco Pizza Hunter. What's a name? Tiny Tim3501, The Vigilante, and Grunt Padre. Ninth Wonders is the next team. Captain is It's Raining Men's. Teammates include, let me go with Oset, Yo, Dr. Green Thumb, AJ DeJuice Main, He's back. and Zeg. Goon Squad is the next team. Captain is Katie Skill. Teammates again are Miss Wolverine, Nut Kiwi, Miss Meowla, TCTJ Bomb, Nightclaw23, and Mungo Pungo. They still don't trust in them. I guess not. Mm-hmm. Evade Division. First team, Way to Fail. Captain is Priest XYZ. Includes IX, IX Jinji, Digital Pain, A Man Cannon, Easy 08, and Rage More Nerd. Practice Squad is the next team. Captain. Not before ever. Teammates include Elementary, Tenpachi, Doc Status, Mykonator, and Silva. Next team is TBD. Captain is Mystical Novice. Teammates include King Rick XL, Hydra Kids, Hide your wife. Inhumane Relic, BCN, and Defeat. West Coast Owls includes. Uh, well, as the captain, Sammy the Owl. Teammates include Kicker209, As Intended Mun, AZN, Moderation. And last but not least, we have back Universal Universal Basic Bitches. Captain is Alpha Cure Mom, 490, Vesper Room 7, Dot Bitmap 1737, and iPro Gold 4729. Very nice, Will. All right. Thank you. I made it. You did. You got it through them. I thought I did pretty well for what, what was up there. I think you did too. Thank you. You're, you're welcome, man. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had Roster Mania. Yeah, it was fun. It feels good to have it back. And we're going to have a whole another round of it when the PC signups are officially over. I wonder if teams, um, players that are playing on console will also try to play on PC to see what their gap is. So I know that because we talked about it previously where... We knew there were going to be two leagues happening side-by-side for Xbox, right? It's the Vanilla and the Dash, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, as we saw, there were players competing in both, and they needed to make sure that schedules align. So maybe if schedules align there, they could do it as well. 
I don't know. It'd be pretty difficult to. Yeah, it probably would be. Yeah, but who knows? To, Anything to could happen. Yeah. Hey, Will. Yep. Uh, with the rosters taken care of, you mind uh, running us down through some tournament and league recaps of the week? All right. Starting off, we have the Halo Australia Halo Reach 2v2 results. Seventh through eighth, we had Weasel and Badlers. There's some L's and Z's. Perfect. All right. That was fantastic. Um, and then we also had Seduce and Prodies. Fifth through sixth, we had Skull and Trace and then Ninbestix and Berserk. This should have been Roster Mania. This is tough. <laughs> It's a tournament results going to roster radio now. In fourth place, we had Struct and Niku, Niku, Nick U. I don't know. And then third, we had Nemesis and Jacor. Second was Barcode and Pip. And first was Jaro and Practicora. Practicora? Practicora. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what you said. Let me just say this. I. Name butchering aside, I think it was cool that we saw Berserk, Barcode, Pip, uh, some of these like people that have competed at Worlds. Yeah. Right? They're still on that grind. They're still competing. When they see an Australian tournament pop up, they're right there. I think that's fantastic. Awesome. Um, next up, we had the Apex Gaming League Halo Reach 2v2 results. In fifth place was Team Infinite which included Marth in Paradise. In fourth was Team Acid Toads, Heavy Rainfall, and Keith's Mom. Third place was Animator GG, Karma, and Archie Verva? I don't know. Do you have a better one for that? Well, I don't... Do you want Achiever? To, can I be like an asshole achiever? right now? What? So it's Antimatter GG. And what I say... I forgot. And then it's Carmea. Carmea. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'm not going to try the other one. Nope. I'm good. Second, <laughs> I'm going to you got. <laughs> second place was Guardians Gaming. This included Black Halo God in common. And first place went to 3-6 Mafia, King Nick, and its name. They're back? I guess so. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where'd they go? Next up, we had Penn Halo Weekly Halo Reach 2v2 number one results. Fifth through eighth included Brutal Democracy, which was Rogue and Van Helsing. Carrying Downs again, which was Downs and Strafey. Next team was Meow. This was Man Kitten 654 and Dragonite. Asylum was Awful Jake and Griff Maine. Moving on to the third through fourth, 8020 was Riot Shock and Release the Kraken. And then No More Lifeboats, which was Furium and Stan Paradigm. Second place went to Life Alert. This was, again, a name I can't pronounce. <laughs> Art Achiever, I don't know what you're going for there. And then uh, Zfrost374. The funniest part is when I was typing it out, I didn't know how to explain it either. But I love <laughs> a name I can't pronounce. It's perfect. First place went to Newtap Gaming. This was Obnoxious and The Real Vital. Congrats. The next final last tournament league recap of the week, we have SWAT Nation 1000 SWAT Miss 2v2 results. Seventh through eighth, we had Dasher and Vixen, which included Boo Boo Doo Boo and Night Fury Hiccup Nine, and then Holy Holly's Balls. <laughs> <laughs> These team names are fantastic. Which was Soul Hunter and Turtles. Fifth through sixth, 
uh, Team Buy, which we don't have players for. Nope. And then Christmas Kids was Twitch, Ducky, KG, and Scariotic. Fourth place went to Santa's Swatters, which included Chuck did Chunk the did oh we got <laughs> Chunk the Deuce and Sucka. Third place went to Stocking Stuffers, those are Shabby Dagger and Fob. Second place, Jingle Balls, going to Smoke Your Dig and Precisionite. And then first was Up to Snow Good. Uh was uh Boom and Command Station. That does it for your league and tournament recaps of the week. Very nice, Will. Hey, Will, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um How did the how did the pirate pay for his two earrings? We know how much I just oh, I just butchered it. How much did the pirate's earrings cost? How much? A buccaneer. Oh. You're bringing out the puns. So that that came from the dad joke calendar today yeah because when, when up to snow good was yeah. said i'm like oh well, i might as well throw that in there even though i hate it um thanks for sharing <laughs> you're so welcome so i cheated oh no yep uh so obviously the calendar goes to the end of the year okay so we're, we're getting pretty close to the end of the year so i looked through the rest of it because my coworkers like when they have ones that they can answer versus ones that are just a statement Right? Sure. And I look through the majority, and they're going to be so happy about this. The majority of them are able to be answered. And the last one of the year is terrible. Like, oh man, is it bad. All right. That's besides the point. Will, I think it's topic time. First up, we have our HTS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket, or HBTCISB for short matchup number six. Results, this is Pistola going up against Eco. Will, drumroll, please! Thank you. Remember how I said that the results would not surprise you? Well, the winner's eager. It's Pistola. Yep, you've done that every week. You know that? Yeah, I try. Because I want I want, I want to put you on the edge of your seat for like not even a split second because you already know what the results are going to be. Especially if you looked at the Twitter poll. So it's like, whatever. Uh, 84% going to Pistola. 16% going to Eco. Will, you know what's funny though? What's that? So we, we have a contest out there right now, right? People yep. submitted their brackets before we did the whole thing. And... Uh, I've been keeping track of each bracket that has been submitted thus far. And let's just say that a lot of people got this one wrong. Really? Yep. Because like we talked about, it's going to be based off community favorite, right? When the stats on the other hand should go the opposite way. So what a lot of people did, I think all but one voted for eco to move on. Really? Yep. I'm not kidding. Surprising. Yep. So let's just say that, and last week's too, screwed up a couple people. But let's just say a lot of brackets are thrown out of whack right now. So I'm excited to see who wins. Now now it's fun because now we get to see the shakeups that happen. Yeah. You know, this is good. I like that. But uh, that was the results for the last one. This one we got the HSP. Whoa. Whoa. I just really screwed you that up. messed that up. It's the first time on air. Do you want to try again? I feel bad. Take, take a drink of water. 
Take another oh, shot at it. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Don't choke on your water. Uh, almost too late there. And my nose is stuffed up. Thank you for giving me this the second opportunity, Will. I appreciate that. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's time for the HGS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCASB for short matchup number seven. Discussion. I did it. We got back there. Uh, snipe down up, up against Penguin. Now, I said that there was that the the talking points here might actually surprise you as well because they actually surprised me. So what I did, Will, was... I, now, I know it's not shout-outs right now, but I just want to give a quick shout-out to the eSports, the eSportspedia, you know, the Halo eSports Wiki for those pages for having all these tournaments here, right? They're just not really organized super well, okay? So I went through... And I went and I gathered every major H2A, H5, and H3 grassroots event. Every major one. So I'm not talking about qualifying weeks. I'm not talking about pro league. I'm talking about straight up major events. Okay. And after looking at all the results... It got me thinking, and I'm like, oh my god, that's right. Penguin and Snipedown teamed together for quite some time. Therefore, on the stat side of things, results are a little bit different. That's not to say that Snipedown isn't the leading winner, because he is, but that's besides the point. So, who do you want to start with, Will? Go ahead with uh, Penguin. Penguin? All right. This is the first time where he's not at the top. At the, of the top? Show. It's okay. This is an episode of all firsts, you know, <laughs> me screwing up the topic name for the first time. Now this, what was me? All right. So Penguin didn't compete in H2A. Penguin competed in Halo 5 and H3 for a short time. So for the Halo World Championship 2016 season, Penguin also did not compete at X Games Aspen. Actually, you know what, Will? Do we want to start with stats like we normally do? Sure. All right. Halo 5 stats for Penguin, he had a 1.0 KD and a 1.75 KDA. Okay? Not in the top 10, but right out of there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So didn't compete in X Games Aspen 2016, but at MLG Columbus, took 5th through 8th on Noble. And then right after that point, that was the only technically bad placing in Halo 5. Halo World Championship 2016 got third on Elevate. Went from getting fifth through eighth to getting third at Worlds. That's pretty crazy. Then joined Liquid, and for the HC, uh, for the Halo World Championship 2017 season, got second at UGC St. Louis, got second at Las Vegas, and again, got third at the Halo World Championship. It's not bad. Then, joined Reciprocity alongside Snipedown. MLG Orlando, fourth. MLG Columbus, third. Halo World Championship 2018, fourth. MLG New Orleans, third on Renegades, because that's where the roster change happened, right? And that Renegades roster was nothing to fuck with. Like that, they were mean. HCS London 2018, fourth, again on Renegades. 
and finishing out the Halo 5 events with the series final 2018 taking third with Renegades. So never getting a first place finish, but still pretty great overall, all things considered. And realistically, coming out of fucking nowhere and taking third at the first Worlds, coming out of nowhere, like that's that's insane. Okay. Halo 3. UGC is the Halo Classic. Took 7th and 8th with an Elevate roster. All right. Did not qualify for the HCS Invitational because wasn't in one of the top seeds. Whatever. Gamers Forgiving, 4th on Elevate. DreamHack Dallas, ninth through 12th on Lux. Unfortunate. Red Bull Rise Till Dawn took first on Team Gooder. It was a 2v2, so that's what it is. Didn't compete for Face It, got fifth through sixth with Fatal Ambition at the Halo Classic Atlantic City, and did not compete at DreamHack Atlanta. So not a whole lot there in the Halo 3 side of things, but, you know, that Red Bull rise till dawn. Because, uh, you know what's funny, Will? You know who got second Ooh. at that event? Well, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, it was Snipedown. Oh, yeah. That's right. Snipedown got second. In the 4v4, though. No, at the Red Bull rise till dawn 2v2. Well, that was, a, that was, all, that was all a 2v2. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Got second place. That's right. Yep, Penguin bested him. Wow. Wow. Uh, all right. Let's go to snipe down. You already know what's going to happen here. Uh, stats right out of the way. KD, 1.17. Okay. Obviously in the top 10. KDA, 1.87. Obviously in the top 10. Okay, Halo 2 Anniversary. Again, this is only major events. HCS Season 1. Iron Games Columbus, second place with EG. UGC St. Louis, third. Gamers Forgiving, first. HCS Season 1 Finals, first. And he was named MVP of the first HCS season all around. The fun didn't stop there for Snipedown. For the second HCS season, Iron Games Atlanta, first. HCS Indianapolis, first. HCS Season 2 Finals, first. He was fucking dominant. In H2A. But the fun didn't stop there either when Halo 5 started up for Snipe Down. Now, here's where things... You know when there's a turning point in somebody's career, right? Snipe Down's one of the best players of all time. Like it's it, there's, no, there's no doubting that, right? Remember what happened with Lethal? Yes. He left. He went bye-bye. Yes. Now, right after he left the first major event for the Halo World Championship 2016 season, X Games Aspen, EG won. He got first place. So Snipedown got first in that event. Lethal was not on that roster. There was a lot of bad blood between the two at that point in time. But uh, let's just say that that didn't stop Lethal from winning. And that didn't stop Snipedown from not winning. So from that point forward, it's it's never been a first place finish for Snipedown in Halo 5. So for the remainder of Halo 5, 
in the World Championship. We know for MLG Columbus, you have third, fourth. Halo World Championship 2016, fifth through eighth. Both on EG. 2017 season, UGC St. Louis third on Envy. Las Vegas third. Halo World Championship 2017, second with Envy. Losing to who? Optic. You already knew. Halo World Championship 2018 season, MLG Orlando, fourth with Reciprocity. Columbus, third. Halo World Championship 2018, fourth. MLG New Orleans, fifth through sixth. HCS London, third. And finishing out Halo 5 at the series finals in second place. But Snipedown got his start with Halo 3. And uh, when the grassroots events were announced, he didn't really stop. And while, well, I'll just get to it. UGC's the Halo class had gotten third, again on Wreck. HDS Invitational, they took first. And again, that was only invited teams. Gamers Forgiving, first. That was on a hodgepodge group, though. Therapy works, okay? DreamHack Dallas, third on Reciprocity. Red Bull Rise Till Dawn, Second, Reciprocity. Face It Ignite, first, on Tox. Again, hodgepodge group. UGC is the Halo Classic Atlantic City, second, with gold members, who I did not think was going to place that high considering the amount of practice that they did not have. And then DreamHack Atlanta, third, on Mantra. Again, didn't think they'd get that far considering the lack of practice that they had. That's what I got. I mean, the thing that made me take a step back and look at this further was like, oh, Penguin really did not do bad, like at all, really, during Halo 5. It sucked he couldn't, it sucked that he wasn't on that top tier caliber roster, but I will say that that Renegade squad was nasty. And... It was a toss-up between them and Envy all the time. Now, that first place finish was always so far, like, it was just, you know, out of that grasp. But that second place finish against whoever their opponent was going to be was right there. So, I don't know if that was all attributed to him. I don't think it was. But he's clearly a killer player. The fact he gets fucking third place at the first Worlds... That's mind-boggling. But I just think Snipedown has that tenure. That's what I'll say. Anything you want to add, Will? Um, no, I think you hit all the points there. Um, Penguin really, he came onto the scene and did well for himself. And for me, this is his groundwork. Now when we get into Infinite, he might be a top-tier player. Right. Um, this was his first... You know, his first game in competing in, in Halo, and maybe we'll see him rise to the top in Infinite. Um, I think we have we have to wait and see, though, what that's going to bring. It's um, very true. Snipe down, yes, you're right. He has the tenure. He has won consistently a little less than Halo 5 after the lethal, yep. lethal thing. And, um, you know, I don't think it takes away from his ability, though. He's no. still one of the greatest. No, so. and, and uh, something that... We said that there were a couple hodgepodge teams in there that Snipedown was with. One of them, Lethal, was on that team. Yeah. So it's like they, they still compete alongside one another. They scrim with one another too. It's like it's the, the only thing 
really, I don't know if you want to take this as a negative. I'm not trying to mean it as a negative, but all the teams he was on through Halo 5, mm-hmm. they were always kind of like, are they going to come out and play today or are they going to kind of right. fall to the wayside? Inconsistent. It's inconsistent. It's yeah. the thing we've talked about so many times on this show leading up to events and including events, right? We talked about it all the time. In our hearts, we want reciprocity to win. In our hearts, we want Envy to win. Are they going to, though? I mean, really? Well, that yeah. And they were plagued with, you could call it slow starts for most of the tournaments where they just, they didn't play to their potential. Nope, and they always had to fight out of losers. Yep, it was weird to see, I mean, you're talking Snipe Down and Pistola with other top-tier Halo 5 players always having to fight and... Not, it just seemed like they weren't at the top of their game all the time. Right. Only in spurs. Exactly. Or spurts, whatever you want to say. Um, but yeah, it's... Not, uh, it shouldn't take away from Snipedown, though. He is a top-tier talent. No, you're not taking away from anything. You're just stating a fact. Like it, And they would talk about it in interviews after a series or whatever all the time. Be like, well, I think... I even believe... I recall Snipedown saying multiple times, well... You know we've been in this situation before, fighting through losers. Yeah, and I'm like, but what? Not like, why do you guys put yourself in that situation? I mean, they kind of do because I mean, you're the one playing, right? But it's like they're always in that situation. They're always fighting out of losers. I think there was maybe one or two events where they weren't. Yeah, and you have to look their their competition was often optic optic CLG. Tox yep. or Splice, who were yeah. both just very dominant through Halo 5. Right. And they had to face one of those teams early all the time. It's very true. So. It's very true. It was, um, yeah. You would like to see them just have more stake in it, I guess. You know, that they, they should have been in that top spot more often, I feel like, with the talent they had on their team. I think so, too. And that's not to take away from the, the dynasty that was CLG Optic Talks. That's not to take away from that unbelievable splice roster, which we talked about ad nauseum on the show. It's That top talent was there for a reason. It's just we thought that these teams could hang as well. It's just they couldn't. So this is what it is. Will, shall we move on? Sure. It's time for some regular news. We have the MCC playlist update for December 11th, 2019 by Postums. This is both on Xbox and PC, and they all include the same information. Go ahead and check out the links in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show for all of that fun stuff. Next up, we have the community comes together. This is a Postums story. So Postums, in a now-deleted thread of tweets, uh, he basically states how he's been going through a difficult time in his life um, with his son and everything. And we're not, we don't need to get into it here. He deleted the tweets and he was just using the platform to speak his mind, which is fully understandable and fully accepted. And as a result, uh, mint blitz and a ton of other creators, community members, fans of Tyler who was postums fans of halo in general. Uh, mint blitz put out a now deleted tweet that stated I'm proud to announce the GoFundMe for 343 Postums is up and running. After seeing what a rough year he's had, I wanted us to come together as a community to help him. So there was a GoFundMe that was announced. Uh, we all came together and we wanted to help him out. We wanted to help out Tyler and just try to try to make 
some sort of positivity, some sort of happiness come out of a fucking dire situation. And so Postums came back on Twitter and stated, earlier this week, I shared a personal matter I shouldn't have. Thank you for the love and support. It really means a lot, but I will not be accepting anything from the community. And that wasn't my intent. I'm grateful to be a part of this community. So let's get back to Halo. Um, Tyler, I just want to say before, here, let me just read Mint's uh, reply here. So Mint Blitz put out a tweet as well in response, basically, and stated, I've just emailed GoFundMe to refund all donors of Tyler's campaign. Once this is processed, money will be returned within five to seven days. Even though Tyler didn't want the money, I'd like to thank everyone for being so generous. I love this community. I'm so grateful to be in it. Um, so there you go. If, if you did happen to donate, First, thank you. And second, uh, you'll be getting a refund eventually. And then to Tyler specifically, man, um, I I don't want to... I'm sorry you're going through what you're going through. You and nobody else deserves to be going through anything like that. Um, what I'll say is, is that as a, as a new dad myself, I, I couldn't fathom what you must be feeling, what you must be going through. And I wish you the absolute best of luck. And I hope that there is a quick resolution to everything and that it's amicable on both sides. Um, again, nobody deserves to go through something like that at all. And like Mint said, I'm very happy to be part of this community as well. Will, I know you are as well. Um, when, when somebody in this, in this family I'll say is going through something, we, we come together and this is exactly what happened here. Um, and yeah, Tyler, if there's, if there's anything we could do, if, even if you won't accept monet, like monetary donations, if there's anything we can do to just help share, spread positivity, help bring light to a situation, then please let us know. Um, next news story. Halo Customs is back. This is by Halo Customs on Twitter, and I quote, Halo Customs is back for Halo MCC on PC and Xbox, and our LFG Discord server has hit its 4,000 milestone. If you're looking for, if you're uh, looking for always active custom game lobbies or looking for groups to do campaign, firefight, or matchmaking, come and join us. Link will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Check it out. And the final news story, the big news story. Will, did you watch the Game Awards? Nope. Okay. That's okay. Uh, so before I get into this, I'm just going to quickly say, for those who don't watch the Game Awards or for those who did and thought it was boring, kind of with you, Jeff Keighley understands that the show itself might not be the most entertaining thing. And from a business perspective... What better way to keep people glued to the screen than having these world premiere announcements, so on and so forth, right? Now, in the past Game Awards, these announcements haven't been unbelievably amazing other than like Breath of the Wild, right? That was that was insane. Something I did not see happening at all, and Jeff Keighley even was like a little cheeky bastard because of this too. He even said, he's like, you know, sometimes... Sometimes all these things get leaked out and there's just nothing you can do about it. it he says something to this effect and then and then he goes, but sometimes 
we actually have something that surprises you or something like that. And he, he's like, here it is. They're like, what the fuck? What are you talking about, dude? What? What are you talking about? And then a trailer starts. And I'm like, okay. Sounds like some, it, it looks from the, from the initial look of the trailer, it looks like it's some God Sim type game. Like you see a lot of terrain, things building, uh, a, a, like a trailer voice in the background talking about things and life and tech and shit like that. I'm like, okay, what the hell is this? And then you see like what looks like FIFA, completely different, right? You see a racing game, completely different. And then as things zoom out, it's all in this glass enclosure. And then you see Master Chief running across. And I'm like, Natana's on the bed, okay? Natana's on the bed in the bedroom. I'm in, the, I'm in my office chair, and I'm just watching this with my headphones on. My kid's sleeping in the room next to us. And as Master Chief runs across, this is towards the end. I literally stop. I look at my monitor, and I'm like, no fucking way. No way. No fucking way. And I, and I then scoot my chair back and I look back in a ton and she's like, what? And I'm like, no fucking way. They're not doing this. And then you see it. It looks like a PC tower. The Xbox series X officially is announced at the game awards. And it's their first big reveal. And I lose my goddamn mind. So yeah, that's that's the news story. Um, there's a giant article from GameSpot. They got an exclusive first look and like first details about the console. You can go ahead and take a look at all that. Uh, j- just to do a Cliff Notes version here. So this this should be obvious at this point. This console is going to be powerful, right? Their goal with this console, the things that they are touting include true 4K at 60 FPS, okay? So right now, the Xbox One X can do true 4K at 30 FPS, what their goal is for 30 FPS. Most of the time it hits that mark, sometimes it doesn't. Now, That's true 4K resolution, right? But that's not 4K at ultra settings on a PC. Okay, settings are turned down, things are done, there's some magic behind the scenes, but it is true 4K resolution at 30 FPS. What this means for the Series X, I don't know. Because I imagine that if they're going to come out the market, and they haven't announced a price or anything, but if they come out of the market at $499, okay, Let's just say it. Or $599. Fuck it. Let's go high end where people are bitching that, oh, I won't pay that much for a console. Who cares? If it's a, if it's $499 to $599, right? There's no way, no way in hell that you're pushing 4K, 60 FPS, all settings at ultra. There's no way. I have a 2080 Ti in my con in my in my PC. I almost said console, in my PC at home. That does not push. 4K 60 in every single title at ultra settings. It just doesn't. 
Sorry. And so keep your expectations in check here. My feeling is both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X are going to be very comparable in specs. Okay? They're coming out at basically the same time. They're going to be very comparable. So, again, that was Cliff Notes version there. Um, And then they also said, so true 4K60 with up to 120 and potentially further and 8K resolution. So, I'm going to put people's people's expectations in check here. 8K resolution. A, that does not mean video games. Games will not be in 8K. There is, there is no single GPU on the market right now that can push 8K graphics in a video game. Just giving you a heads up. And two, or B, that means just video playback. So, like, down the line when 8K televisions and 8K content becomes mainstream, which will take forever because we're not even there with 4K yet. It'll support video playback at that. I can't even imagine what the amount of, like the amount of bandwidth you need for streaming in 8K. That's going to be un- in- insane. Um. All right. So I think they also said that it's supposed to be like four times as powerful as the Xbox One X. I mean, I'd hope so. That's besides the point. Um, they're using NVMe SSDs. Wow. Next gen technology right there, folks. If you have a PC, you NVMe SSDs. They're different from SATA SSDs. They're faster. Yeah. Look it up. Read a book. I don't want to go in depth on it. I'm not in the mood to. Um, no, I'm kind of sound like an asshole, but no, I mean, it's, this is cool. I thought it was really cool that they opened the show with this. I thought it was insane. Um, what about the size? So in the reveal trailer, it showed it looking like a, I would say a mini PC tower. Okay. With the controller sitting next to it, people have basically just like, uh, have come to the conclusion that it's about three Xbox one. Well, Xbox series X controllers high. And realistically, the size is nearly identical to a regular Xbox one controller. Okay, so think about those three stacked. It's about as high as the console would be. Okay. And then volume-wise, two Xbox One Xs. And if you don't rem- if you don't recall, the Xbox One X is smaller than a One S, which is drastically smaller than a One. So I would say roughly the the girth of a one. Okay. I think it's going to be a little bigger than the one. Yeah, I could definitely see that too. Maybe just a couple inches. Sure. Uh, and then also the <laughs> couple more inches of girth of that thing right there. Uh, another thing to keep in mind here. So we talked, we, we talked, I think it was last week or the week before where Phil Spencer said that he brought one home and he's been using it as main as his main console. What he's also said is that he is ha- he has it laid horizontally. So in the in the brief trailer that you see, it's shown vertically. It looks like a small PC tower, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a it's a black monolithic structure, and 
on the top is like this perforated, it's a perforated top with a green, like normal Xbox glow to it. Okay. Now, Phil Spencer has said that he is laying it horizontally in his setup. So you know that it'll work as such in yours if you so choose to do so. Because I've heard a lot of people talk about, oh, it might not fit in my current setup. I don't know what I'm going to do. If it has to be vertical, it doesn't. There you go. And now the joke is, well, what happens if it gets red ringed? Does the light turn red? You know, kind of, yeah. Play on what happened in the 360 days. Yep. Yeah. But I do think it's cool that they're bringing the green glow back. Yeah. I yeah. like that. That was cool. Um, I'm, I, just on the look of it, I think they could do some really cool custom cases. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. Awesome. What I really hope, and it, it might, it probably won't happen because they usually don't do it right away. An infinite case. Yeah. Because see with it, with infinite coming out on PC. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to buy a new Xbox until I feel ready to buy a new Xbox. You don't, yeah, that's the best part is that you don't need to. If you, if you really only play it for Halo, which I believe you do, right? It's kind of, yeah. Right? It's yeah. your Halo box. My Halo box. Yeah. And, I mean, you have the Halo 5 Xbox, which is fantastic. Uh, no, I, I don't blame you at all. The reason why I'm doing it is because I want it for the living room and Natana's going to play too. So... Like I said, it's more than likely not going to happen because they normally don't do this when the console first releases, but man, it'd be so killer if they had an infinite custom uh, Series X. It'd be amazing. I might wait out for it. There has to be one. I would so hope, man. I would really, really hope there is. Like the 360 had the Halo 4 controller, I believe. So the 360 had... So the 360 had a few Halos on it. So the 360 had a Halo 3, Xbox 360. It was like a military green with a couple orange accents. Yep, I remember that one. Yep. Uh, It had a Halo Reach, Xbox 360 Slim, which came with a custom controller as well. It was like this silver UNSC style. Uh, It was minimal. It it was really good. It was very clean. And then you had your Halo 4 semi-see-through... Xbox 360, again, slim, and that came with a custom controller as well. You could buy the controller separately if you wanted to. That's what I did. Yep. Same. It's funny. I bought the Halo controller, but I never played Halo Man. on the 360. But wasn't that controller really good it was, looking? It was good. So good. Uh, and they also came out with custom Halo 3 controllers as well. Um, one Covenant, one UNSC. And they also came out with an ODST controller at one point in time, too. Uh but no, their the custom consoles were fantastic. And the the Halo 1 original Xbox with its see-through, like, translucent lime green, neon green, that thing was sick, too. Man, see, I really do hope that they just come out the gate swinging with an infinite custom console. That'd be amazing. Um, Yeah, I'm going to skim through this real quick just to make sure... Let's see. Oh, here we go. So, according to this article, again from GameSpot, is by Peter Brown. Series X's square footprint is roughly as wide as an Xbox One controller. So, there you go. It's about as wide, girthy, as an Xbox One controller. Yeah, a couple inches bigger than the normal. I'm holding them up right now. There you go. Yeah. See, it's girthy. It's, it's girthy. Yes. And again, roughly three times as tall. So, there's that. 
And then, let's see. Again, I'm just going to go through this uh, kind of quickly here, see if there's anything else that points out to me. Uh, Phil Spencer wants to say it'll disappear into your entertainment center. And Microsoft designed it to be as quiet as possible with a single large fan pushing high volumes of air out of the top. Spencer and Ronald confidently told me that the Series X systems in their homes are no louder than an Xbox One X, which is to say, not noticeably audible when sitting couch distance away from your TV. So, let's see. The Xbox Series X name. Certainly, the name Series X also indicates that there might be other series of next-gen Xboxes in the future and there are plenty of rumors and unconfirmed reports to that effect. Spencer didn't open up to discuss anything in particular on that front, apart from confirming that the potential is there, and the naming convention is, in some way, designed with other potential iterations in mind. Obviously, Spencer said, in the name Series X, it gives us freedom to do other things with that name so that we can create descriptors when we need to. Okay? So, like the Series XS, and then the Series XSX. Or you can start looking at the buttons on the controller and we have a Series XY, a Series B, Series AB. The Series ABXY. Yeah. Right bumper, left bumper. Series, RTLT. Series BXR. Oh, that's the Halo Infinite that's one. That's the Halo one. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. All right. And then let's see here. The, the new Xbox 3 Series X controller. Because yes, there are differences. So, the biggest difference from a distance is the addition of a share button in the middle, implemented to help you quickly share your gaming moments with friends. I was also told that the transition from the face of the controller to the top and over to the back is more rounded than before, which is uh, likely more of an aesthetic feature than an ergonomic one. And, as Peter Brown states, we'll have to wait and see. Let's see here. Will my... Will my Elite Controller yes. work on the yes. Series X? Okay. Yep. And I think we're going to talk about that here too. Um, So they have a new hybrid D-pad that they've learned from the Elite Controller. Okay. They do have a share button, which we've talked about. Spencer also noted that while the current Xbox One controller fits the majority of hands, according to Microsoft's research, the new design is ever so slightly smaller in subtle ways to increase that coverage from 95% to 98%. And in terms of cross-compatibility, not only will Xbox One controllers work on Series X, but its new controller will also function on Xbox One consoles and on PCs. Nice. Very nice indeed. Ergonomics and inputs aside, under the hood, Microsoft is also working to improve the already excellently low input latency of Xbox controllers, which rely on a proprietary radio rather than Bluetooth, though some Xbox One controllers have Bluetooth support for added compatibility across non-Xbox devices. And apparently they're calling it dynamic latency input. So there's that. Then they're also talking about streamlining gameplay. They want it to be the most powerful console on the market. And then, let's see here. They're talking about the NVMe SSD. It's going to have GDDR6 RAM. Let's see here. Next-gen Xbox games. They showed off the trailer for um, 
the new Hellblade game. So Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice was the first one. And this one's called like uh, Senua, I forget what it is, but it's, Hel- it's, it's Senua's something Hellblade 2. So there's that. And apparently that trailer was in engine and it looked real. Like it just straight up looked real. So let's see here. Currently no release date for Hellblade 2. So that's that. And then they talk about the cloud for a little bit as well. Their xCloud streaming service. So on and so forth. And then finally, for E3 2020, Spencer states, it'll be a big beat for us, and we expect that to be really important. I mean, Halo Infinite's going to be there. I imagine that they're going to announce a new Forza for launch as well, because usually, what's the best way to show off a tech of a new console? Put out some cars. It's usually what happens. Uh, So yeah, again, giant article. Read through it. It's all there. There's more articles out there as well. I just thought this was awesome to include in the show because Halo, Xbox are synonymous. And we finally got the first look at the console. I'm excited for it. I just don't like the name. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people don't. Like, maybe it would be better if there wasn't an Xbox One X already. Yes. And it was just... But I personally... I like Xbox Scarlet. Just a little, little bit better. Right. Like I, I'm gonna, I might still just call it the Scarlet because I, I, I don't know, I like it. Well, here's the thing too. I like, I liked when they said it was Project Scorpio yeah. for the Xbox One X. All these code names are dope. Yes. Like obviously, it might not work when selling something, you know. Like, oh, I want that Scorpio. Oh, you want a celestial sign? Is is that what you want? No, like, best. Yeah, I agree. Scarlet's a cool name. Like, what was it? The Wii was like Project Revolution, or something like that. Like, who wouldn't want a Nintendo Revolution? It sounds pretty sick. Doesn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Instead, no, it's the Wii with two eyes. Congratulations, guys. Wee. Yeah, exactly. God, Revolution was so much better. Um, Will, that's it for the regular news. It's time for Will's Adventures Within the Lovers. Another game's new, and Will does the hand gesture with me this week. That was awesome. I was so happy you did that. And nobody got to, nobody gets to see it yet. Hey, Will, what'd you play this week? All right, I played some more PUBG. Did you? I played some solo games. Oh, shit. It went pretty well. Wow. I think, um, so when I play with my buddy Joey, he um, he keeps up with PUBG, right? He he doesn't just drop off like I do. He plays steadily throughout. He, sometimes he goes harder in it than other times. He goes hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so he's he's pretty good. He's decent. And me coming back to it after so long, I'm 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 trash. And okay. <laughs> um, me playing with him kind of makes me think a little bit more. So now when I'm playing solos, I'm going back to like playing against other people, my skill level. Cause okay. they have, they have skill ranks now. That's nice. So I've been my first couple of games in solo. I've gotten like two, two or three kills making it towards the end. I mean, I haven't won a game yet in sure. solos, but um, I'm doing, doing okay in solo. And I enjoy it a lot more. Cause I can, I can play my own game. If I want to sit in a house and camp and be that guy, or sit in a bathtub. Or sit in a bathtub like Josh likes to do. <laughs> and scream bloody murder when someone comes in the house. And then get blown away as soon as it happens. 
That's great. I'm so I, bad at that video game. I want to get you in there with a hot mic just so people can hear you. <laughs> be great. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a fun time. Uh, I did all right for myself. Uh, playing on PC, for those wondering. Um, I played some Mordhau. That's that one with the medieval... Yeah, it's like medieval war. You can yeah. pick your... Pick you whatever. can fuck people up in that game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really good. I'm... Okay, let me... Really nope, good, you're really good. Really good in air quotes with the bow. No air um, quotes. You're really good. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun. Um, You have to rank up and unlock points to unlock other weapons and armor. So what I'm really going for is you can get a loot, which is like a guitar-looking thing. Yep. And you can actually beat people with it and like block swords and it's and you can play it in game like you can literally like people have wrote That's amazing. people have wrote songs on the loot and played them in game and i've also found cuz Joey got uh, Joey got the game as well and got enough points to unlock it of course cuz he needs more hobbies um <laughs> <laughs> it's putting putting Joey on blast jesus christ um if you're just like in the battlefield playing the loot like people don't mess with you they just let you be cuz you're not Going after anyone, you just play in the loot. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, one of my favorite shots was you can you can get on a horse. So okay. I, I got, got my bow, got on a horse. I'm just like flinging shots at people as I'm riding through the battle. Um, Jesus Christ, yeah, it's pretty fun. People do some crazy stuff in that game too. Like because you can when you start the game, you can pick what side you're on, and it's like I don't know. It's weird because it's like not a like. It's it's combat, so it's competitive. Yeah. But like any time you want, you can just switch sides, and then you can switch your class at any time. So people just like dick around in that game a lot. Sure. There's people. That's com- weird. The combat is tough. Oh yeah, it's it really looks like tough. A, um, I would get destroyed if I were. Oh, I'm still getting destroyed. The, the the funny thing about being an archer is that you don't have armor on, so it usually just takes you one hit to die. So you just have to keep your distance so, or try to keep your distance. Try, yeah. Once you know, every once in a while, someone breaks through, and you're like, "Ah, oh, I'm dead." <laughs> you do get like a little like machete cleaver thing. Shit, you can probably tr- ate shit though. Yeah, you can't do yeah, much with okay. it. That's um, funny. Yeah, played some uh, played some Reach on PC. Very nice. All PC games so far. Okay. Um. I guess I was going to save it for the shout-outs, but shout-out to uh, Feistro and Silas for joining me for uh, Hardcore. And uh, we only won, like, two out of our six games, but... Um, wins are wins. Wins are wins, and yes. I'm not good at reach. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I just played a little bit with them. I think that's all I played. And then played some Halo 5. You played the new mode. The yep, Mythic Arena or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. What are your thoughts? So last week, I, I told you guys I played two games and I liked it. The more I got into it. Yeah. You loved the, it. The more I didn't like oh. it. Oh, Oh no. And it goes back to like, okay, I get it. Everybody loves classic movement, whatever classic is to you, but I was going to say, what is classic halo? Like for me, it just takes too long to get from spawn up to like the second level or third level of the map to try to get some sort of advantage over someone. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I just, I feel like it's too slow for me. Okay. It's just too slow. The maps are decent. I wouldn't call them great. Okay. Um, there's too many corridors and pinpoints. It's not, not a huge fan of the maps. I don't know. 
It's I, I just it's just a combination of I just don't like it. Halo Two BR starts. Yeah, Halo Two BR starts. You like that? How'd that feel? It felt good the first couple of games, but then I realized I am doing my ranking games. Yeah, and usually like you start off yep. pretty well off. I know about yep. And, and then the game figures it out. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like, there was games where I just felt like my shots weren't registering properly. Okay. I had a ton of missed... Like, I would melee someone and my fist would literally go into their chest and I would just be standing there. Ghost melees. Love that. Halo 5 crap. Um, Reach has it, too. And, yeah, I, I just... I thought I was going to like it and maybe I just hyped it up too much for myself and then sure. I ended up not liking it. It's okay. Um... In King, a lot of the King of the Hill, there's a, there's one map that, that King of the Hill gets played on. And the way the map's designed, like, if you're in the hill, you're always at a disadvantage. Like, like the one of the, the hills is, like, bottom mid. So everyone can just come from the sides, come from the top. You can't really defend it unless you have one person in the hill and then three people surrounding. But then again, if you have the, the three people surrounding, are going to get picked off one by one. It's, right. I just didn't like... I didn't like the setups. I didn't like okay. the way you had to push in these maps. Um, just, eh. Eh. The, I ha For the record, I have not played it yet. Those XP boosts came back. Yep. And I did not spend real money this time, but I did like use my points for a couple of them. So Yeah, I used most of my rec points for two arena XP boosts. Yeah. I just got to get back into arena. I kind of, I miss it. Halo five is not a bad video game. Everyone's hesitant. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants classic Halo. Um, I think that's all I played this week though. Okay. I'm trying to think if I started up anything else. Um, I don't think I jumped on modern warfare at all. It's weird. I've been playing it pretty consistently until this week. So yeah, that's it. All right. What about yourself, sir? I played some Forza Horizon 4. Did you try that new, there's like a BR the Battle mode. Royale mode? No, I did not yeah. try it out yet. I'm curious, but I don't know if I want to download the whole game just to try one mode. I wouldn't. For just the one mode? No way. That game's beefy. Um, No, I watched the trailer for it. It's odd. To me, it just seems like another race, right? Because you're all just trying to get to the middle of the circle. So, in order to progress, yes, the circle encloses, but in order to actually progress and quote-unquote kill people in that, is you have to beat them in head-to-head -head races. So, you'll challenge somebody to a head-to-head -head race, and then if you beat that person, that person's eliminated, and that continually dwindles down. And then if you're outside of the circle for so long, then you're eliminated as well, right? Throughout the map, there are, so you know how like on a normal BR, you pick up a weapon, mm -hmm. right? You you kit yourself out, you get better and better shit, and then you hope that your gun skill's good and you're able to wipe them out, right? In this, there are drones that drop cars. So you'll drive up to the drone spot and then like you'll see, I think you see the name of the car that it's going to be. And then you can choose like, oh, I want that or oh, I don't. And there, and then you immediately get that you're in that car and progress through continually. Um, and yeah, so that, those are like the better guns that you get throughout. And then as long as your driving skill is up to snuff, then you would win out. So there's that. I think, you know, 
I'm a, I'm a hater when it comes to BRs. Everybody knows that I'm not a huge fan of BRs, but I mean, apex is my favorite one by far. Um, in the shooting genre, but this is cool. It's free. So you can, if you have it, it's 72 players, if I'm not mistaken. And that's the max that the game even allows anyway in multiplayer. So yeah, if you have it, if you haven't already downloaded it, you give it a shot. It's on game pass. So kind of nothing to lose there. If you already have that. Yeah. Will I try it? Probably not. Just not my forte. I was playing the, um, one of the expansions, uh, like the fortune Island stuff, just completing races and whatnot. And then I've been playing MCC on Xbox. So will I caved? I bought a one X for the living room. I wanted to play Halo in 4K and I'm an asshole because I said I wouldn't do it. I'm like, oh, the new console's in a year. But I caved. Um, so I played MCC on Xbox and I think it's still great that you're able to find matches really quickly even when you're not playing Reach. I was including all the games in my search, but like I got a couple Halo 1, a Halo 3 game in there. Matches were found immediately. It's great. And then... So, Game of the Year is rapidly approaching for me. I picked up Control, which is made by Remedy Games. They made Alan Wake. I believe your favorite game. Is that still correct? Is that a toss-up now? I mean, yeah. But you, you enjoy Alan I Wake. I enjoyed it, yeah. Right. Alan Wake's a great game. Um, they also made Quantum Break, so on and so forth. They, they're really well-known for narrative-driven video games and, like, cool premises, I guess you could say. So, Control... Came out earlier on in the year. It was on sale. I picked it up uh, playing on Xbox because I don't want to support the Epic Game Store. You can talk to me about that later if you want to. Uh, they just don't have all the features that I want. And it's not on Steam yet. Steam will be next year. But I don't want to wait that long. So it plays really well after a couple patches that came out. And the game is fucking weird. But it's what I kind of expected from a Remedy game. It's not bad by any means necessary. It's really good so far. What's weird about it? So you play as... I'm, I'm going to try to keep this literally as vague as possible. So you know the FBI? Yep. Okay. So FBI, government agency, you know, kind of secret. You don't know a lot about them. Kind of like CIA, right? Stuff like that. They try to keep themselves. Yeah. They work on things that you really don't know about. So instead of the FBI, they have uh, the FBC, the Federal Bureau of Control. Okay, so where the FBI is a government agency that just deals with like criminals and stuff like that, the FBC is a government agency that deals with paranormal activity. Okay, and alternate realities, stuff like that. And you play as somebody who becomes the FBC's new director. Okay, and how you become the director, I'm not going to talk about. You can play the game and find out. Or you can just literally watch the first 10 minutes of the game because that's basically how that happens. And realistically, you're on a search for your brother. And how he goes missing, again, not going to talk about. You can figure that out or play the game yourself. And yeah, throughout this experience, you're in the FBC's building, which on the outside to normal people just looks like a normal ass government building but on the inside it's ever-changing and there are different kind of like planes of existence that you go into and so on and so forth it's very weird um it's all very well done 
And it's a third person shooter action adventure. That's the type of game that it is. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there are a lot of weird and crazy and kooky things that happen while in that building. Uh, there are a lot of cool characters that you meet within that building as well. And I would say I'm about probably halfway through the game right now. So yeah, it is good so far. That is what I'll say. Oh, and then, uh, I didn't include this on here, but, and because I technically haven't played it yet, but, uh, so Green Day performed at the Game Awards. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Beat Saber, the VR game, Mm -hmm. they announced a Green Day pack. So I, I got that. Nice. Yeah. And I'll probably play that later. Has like American Idiot, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, a couple other older stuff, a couple newer things. So yeah, see how that goes. Um that's all I played. Will it's time for some shout outs. So besides the ones we already talked about earlier on, uh, I just have one here, and it's happy birthday to Snickerdoodle, who does the um why am I gonna butcher this right now? The community spotlights. Yes. The, uh, Halo, Jesus Christ. We've touched feet, I think, like, four or five times. Sorry. In this no, it's not, it's not, like, obviously not trying to play footsie or anything like that, but it's, like, so we sit across, for those who don't know, we sit across a, a desk from one another, and our feet, like, we're tall people, so our, our legs are l- long. Our feet touch sometimes. I don't know how that works. Happens, all right? You know what? Um, no, Snickerdoodle does the Halo Waypoint Community Spotlight articles, obviously among other things as well. She's been on stream, so on and so forth. So happy birthday to you. Hope it was a great one. And that's it for the shout outs. Time for some community creations. Meme Saturday. Damn it. <laughs> I really hope that one day they just change it and then we don't know and then Snipe has to tell us again <laughs> that they changed Monday. it back. <laughs> like, damn it. Um... Meme Saturday, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash halo. Check it out to get your meme fix before the shitty Monday starts. Uh, the next one, down three points with 48 seconds left. Time to make something happen. This is by Pioneer64 on Reddit. It's a clip, and it was amazing. So I included it. Check it out. What do you got, Will? There was, uh, I don't know if it's in here. I don't think it is. What do you got? But there was... I don't remember who it was. They posted on Twitter. They were literally down like 43 to 49, and they came back and won mm. on reach. That was nuts. I remember the clip that you're talking about. And yes, I forgot to put it in here. That's my bad. Next, how to play Halo Reach Countdown CTF by Onset and how to play Halo Reach Zealot CTF by Onset. Both YouTube videos. Uh, doing the doing the breakdowns a la Shyway. And uh, check them out. They're great. And we love Onset. Shout out to our interview episode. Check it out if you haven't already. Then we have Reclaimer VR Progress. This is by Nibre. And I probably totally butchered that name, and I apologize if I did. But Reclaimer VR, Halo VR, and the progress that's already been made is awesome. Like head tracking's there. Uh, hand tracking with the weapons is there. God damn, I can't wait to try that out. It just reminds me of... Um Halo Outpost. Yeah. And doing the VR. That was so cool. It was so good. So good. Um, next up, we have the stream highlights number eight. This is Halo Reach PC special. This is by Vetoed on YouTube. It's been a while since we've had one of these, so I thought it'd be nice to put it in there. He's been playing a lot of uh, a lot of Reach. I mean, obviously, that's what the clips are about, but he's also been playing a lot of the Mythic uh, Arena playlist in H5. Um, 
So yeah. And then finally, we have the clips of the week number 32 by High Tech Redneck. It's a very short one, just over a minute long. Go check those clips out. They're fantastic, as always. Will. Whew. I only coughed once. Not bad. Not bad at all. You know, and uh, we have one more, I guess, segment here in the show. It's the one we end the show with. Um, and I stall here every once in a while, you know. And uh, I don't know what else to really. Wilk, plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Pocket Gas. And join our Discord. Join the community discussion. Link will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes at the show. We have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your respective site. Josh. Will. There's nothing left to plug. What do we got on the next episode? On the next episode of HCS Pro Talk, we have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number seven results. That's Snipedown versus Penguin. Poll will go up on Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. And then we also have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number eight discussion. This is Mickwin going up against Lethal. It's the last... What the fuck did you just do? I just turned your headset down. My bad. <laughs> I was so confused. Uh, Mick went up against Lethal. That's the last regular uh, round one matchup that we have. It is. It we're, is. We're on to round two. Then we're on to round two. So stay tuned for all of that. And then finally, before we close out the show, I just want to give a thank you. So Spotify wrapped is available now for those who have Spotify. Apple Music does their thing as well. They just introduced it this year. But uh, for those who don't know, it's it, they encapsulate like your year of what you listen to in music, podcasts, so on and so forth on the platform. And they also did it for the decade, which is, which is kind of really cool. Um, and again, Apple Music is doing their thing for the first time this year as well. But I just want to say thank you to everybody who had... HCS Pro Talk as your number one listen to podcast on Spotify. I saw a couple of those coming in on Discord. That's fantastic to see. Thank you so much. Um, I'll just say that we wouldn't be anywhere where we're, like where we are today without you guys. I wouldn't be anywhere where I am without you, Will. So you 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 basically run the show. No so no, it's no, all no, you. no no it's all you. And you basically produce the show, which means we wouldn't be anywhere without you doing this. So. Seriously, thank you, everybody, who had us as your number one podcast for the fucking year. That's insane. It's crazy to think. Isn't it? Holy shit, We're man. just talking about some Halo. Yeah, and, and, other, and like not Halo, too. And me ranting about shit. Yeah. God damn. Started from the bottom, now we're here. um no i can't seriously thank you i i can't wait for next year um i can't wait for us to have our studio and will i can't wait for us to to design the space and for it to be everything we want it to be and more so i think 2020 is gonna be our year 
Oh boy. You know, <laughs> go on. As cheesy as that sounds. So again, thank you everybody out there. And, uh, just, and again, just thank you to everybody who listens to the show. It's greatly appreciated. There, like I, I've said it so many times. This is gonna sound like a fucking broken record at this point, but there's nothing I enjoy more than sitting across from my best friend and talk about Halo every week. It's seriously the the highlight of my week every week, especially especially right now with all the house shit going on, school, work, the baby, everything. It's it's a nice retreat, I guess you could say. So, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 105 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week where, uh, Will, I'm sorry to say we're going to talk about more Halo. So it's like what are, until we turn to a Call of Duty esports podcast, we'll get, I'm just kidding. We're always going to talk about Halo on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. But until then, bye-bye.